0: welcome back to the 1111 synchronized podcast broadcast hope everyone is doing well hope this is meeting and greeting you in the best spirits staying safe staying clean and healthy everyone just take a deep breath in and let it out yeah so today we are going to talk about the tools of yoga and with me I have two special guests two returning special guests so stay tuned for that you're not going to want to miss that different perspectives. And uh, you're going to want to hear that conversation. So um, thank you all for joining me talking about yoga today. Now, what is yoga? Now, according to Wikipedia, yoga is a group of physical, mental, and spiritual practices or disciplines, which originated in ancient India. All right, so the practice of yoga has been taught, you know, for a very long time. Um, It's basically different postures, different um exercises if you will different stretches but it all connects to every aspect of our body mentally spiritually emotionally physically are those bodies and so I'm gonna mainly talk about what yoga means to me the benefits it has been for me personally if you're interested in yoga this is definitely a great time to find those home workouts right and find what works for you find what feels good and so um for those who are looking to research yoga the tools are available you know check out your best friend google and holla at that and look into that definitely but for those who are kind of like wanting to get into yoga but may be apprehensive or may feel like it's not for you it is and this is the place to be so thank you for tuning in you're here for a reason and yoga has so many benefits um in it and um the, I was I was reading a little bit, and the ultimate goal of yoga is liberation, right? Now, freedom, <clears throat> freedom is our birthright, right? We can never, that can never be taken away. We can relinquish it if we choose because we have free will, but freedom is our birthright and our absolute state that we are always worthy of receiving love and receiving freedom no matter what phase we're in. We're always worthy, and that's what yoga reminds us it reminds us to come back to the breath, which is spirit. It reminds us to be present in the moment, which is now. And it reminds us of just how powerful we are, how we are here to co create, we are here to manifest, we are here to set our intentions, right? We're not just letting life pass us by or let life happen to us, we are here to create with that. And so life is never happening to you it is always happening for you and so getting on the mat can help remind you of these things um and so a lot of times you know we might feel like oh that's just stretches that's just exercise but it's so much more you know and whatever your reasons are for getting involved in yoga they're all legitimate they're all valid they're all unique and um Even if there is no reason to get involved in yoga, it's a great practice to do. And I do say practice because it is a practice, you know. It's something that you have to start and continue and be consistent with. And um, you have to also love yourself for days when you're not consistent, where you fall off the horse, right? You get back up, dust yourself off, keep it moving. And so the tools of yoga can be very beneficial for us. And we all have our own personal journeys, right? But what yoga actually means, it means the word means yoke, right? The yoke is light, the burden is light, the yoke is easy. But it also means union. And when I think of that, it's like, you're uniting with yourself, right? That's what we're all doing. We're all here to walk each other back home to our true selves, not this mass, not the masquerade, not the status quo, not the 3D dimension that we're in, but to our true selves and our true purpose is to find oneness. Now, what is oneness? I'm glad you asked. I did an entire episode on oneness in the very first season. So check that out if you're interested in learning more about oneness, because that is the truth is that we're all one. Um, So it's breaking down those limiting beliefs of, you know, Racism, sexism, basically all the isms are dismantled because you come into that place of stillness where truth and surrender meet. Um, so we unite with bliss and enlightenment. And it's also a union of all the elements, right? Everything, we are everything, everything is us. So all the elements, regardless of what star you're born under or you're in your birth chart, you have all the elements coursing through you, working for you. And tapping into those different frequencies and those different energies behind the elements. Um, and when I say elements, I mean earth, wind, fire, and earth. Um, they all are within within us. And when you engage in yoga, you really tap into that, right? You're connected to the earth. You're connected to that fire in your belly. You're connected to the breath, the air. And you're connected to water as you flow through these different poses. It also unites the divine masculine, divine feminine. Again, we have all these energies within us. If you want to hear more about that, I did an entire episode on the law of gender. It is a universal law, universal principle that operates whether we're conscious of it or not. We have divine masculine and divine feminine entities within us. um, And the tools of yoga can help merge those entities and help uh, bridge that gap of separation. And we realize that we can be fully masculine, even if we are women, we can be fully feminine, even if we are men, we have both of these entities within us, and it's balancing them out, and creating that union between that within ourselves. Um, it also is a union, a unity of the spirit, the mind, and the body, and the emotions, right? So the body, when I say body, I mean, physical and, I mean, physical, mental and emotional. So it's a, a A closure, if you will, of the spirit mind, the mental mind, the physical body, and our emotional bodies. It bridges all of those together, you know. If you're not in the mood for yoga, oftentimes it can help shift your mood and bring you to a higher state um, beforehand. So for me, yoga is a dedication. Yoga is a practice that I'm consistently doing, um, for about, I guess, five years or so now, um, hasn't always been consistent, but it becomes something consistent for me. Uh, for myself, one of my shadow aspects, if you will, could be um, a fear of commitment. And so one way is to commit to showing up on the mat every day. And that really helps uh helps illuminate those aspects, right? And it, it doesn't come from a place of obligation, it comes from a place of willingness, it comes from a place of pure joy of really wanting to do this, right? And so that's the other thing is like, learning to do what resonates, right? So not being so rigid or so committed that you just go with emotions and not allow for um Not allow for new information, not allow for spontaneous events, right? It's not doing it out of rigidity. It's doing it out of a practice, right? It's doing it out of commitment. It's choosing to show up daily because I enjoy it. I feel better after I do yoga. Whether I do it in the morning, do it at night. The days I don't do yoga, you might as well just not even talk to me because I'm going to feel out of alignment. Same with meditation. The days I don't do that, feeling out of alignment Again, there are episodes on meditation that you can check out. And there's also an episode on routine because often we can get stuck in just going with the motions and we can become really mundane and really dull because we're not breathing new life into it. Every day is a new day to be greeted with joy and excitement and fun and adventure and really taking that every day, every step of the way um, with everything you do. And so I've been following someone on youtube that's basically how i started and continue um her name is adrian some of you probably have seen her we probably connect with her as well yoga with adrian she has a youtube channel called yoga with adrian she's also on instagram um at fwfg which stands for find what feels good she definitely um posts every month a different calendar for different uh different um videos that she has on youtube and so that really keeps me in track with staying um committed if you will to to use that word again it helps me stay on track as doing a yoga every day by following these videos for the calendar each month Um, and i've never actually been to a physical class a actual live class so you know a lot of times i was feeling like man am i even doing this right but the point is you are in tune with your body, you know, and we can get so out of alignment with ourselves that we don't even know our, our bodies are what we need anymore, you know, and instead of waiting for someone else to fill those needs or fill that void, we're able to kind of self proclaim and have that self expression of tending to those parts and those doing what is needed, and not being identical to anyone else. It's honoring your own uniqueness It's not trying to copy and imitate someone else's life. It's doing, hey, I can only go this far today. I can only bend this much right now. And I'm going to honor that and love myself through that and love where I'm at. And knowing that you're not going to stay where you're at. But it's, it's honoring the process, right? And that's what I really like about yoga is it's like you just honor in the process, you know. And before you know it, you're doing things that you didn't even realize you could do and it's taking that time to slow down to go in have some introspection and to really be at peace with all that you are all that you bring to the table um honoring the light and the dark that reside within us again that unity that unites the light and the dark they're not separate they are a reflection of each other they need each other and so that's what I really enjoy um Let me know what works for you. Let me know what you enjoy about yoga. And please stay tuned for the two special guests I have rejoining me to talk about the tools and benefits of yoga on their personal journey. Um, I look forward to hearing from you guys. And I hope all is well. Breathe it in. Breathe it out. Also, if you are looking for, um, you know, doing breath work, I did an episode about breath work. You can use that as a guide to start to usher you into that mindset as well that may be beneficial so i'll talk to you guys very soon got a new season coming up talk to you guys until next time welcome back everyone to the 1111 synchronized podcast I have a special guest again you may have heard him speak before on the episode about vegan that's definitely been a fan favorite, so thank you again for joining me. We got Zenny, the Zen Master. For those who are just uh, yeah. tuning in, please please let us know something about yourself. Um,
1: I really don't know what to say. I don't even remember what I said last time. All
2: right, we're you
1: know. i We're talking about yoga this time. I'll say I'm in my
0: 30s. I'm, uh, I do yoga. I don't know
1: what to say. <laughs> All right.
0: You guys heard it. This is Garen Davis, by the way, who was going to be yeah. talking about yoga. So I definitely appreciate you being here. And I, uh, I wanted you to be the guest because there seems to be a common myth that men don't do yoga.
1: I mean, like, that, there's, a, there's a little bit of reason to that myth. Oh, I, yeah. I, yeah. Do tell. Well, it, one thing I've noticed about yoga is it has been very popularized by America. Mhm and uh kind of been taken over by uh white women, mhm, and what you can see what if you were looking at like the history of uh yoga in America, like, the way it happened was you know the uh first couple of teachers from India came to uh that came to America they were on the west coast and they started uh doing their classes and stuff, but the main ones that was gone were the uh were white women, so when it becomes like the next generation of teachers and it becomes like a business more anything else mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to cater towards the people that's showing up so like if the majority of people showing up is women you know you're going to keep catering towards women and making it comfortable for women
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's kind of like where it happens where it gets, starts by the time yoga becomes popular and like a lot of people are doing it the majority of those people are women so america's looking at it as oh the thing that the women be doing and so men just don't go for that and then when the men they do go there when you actually walk into these studios it really is very feminine
0: yeah
1: you know? mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh so it, it's true to us it was like we, we men really are the minority and as a of a
0: students of yoga yeah it's kind of became a lucrative business of all, right, yeah, let's get all the women let's let's gather all of all the people who seem to be um flocking to it so i'm trying to bridge that gap because i feel like there's so many benefits of yoga, but it gets like so many other things that gets tainted by the mass consumption. You know, yeah. I feel like we're kind of ushering into that place of where more people might be looking to doing yoga and they might not even know why. So what were some reasons for you to start doing yoga?
1: I mean, I'm kind of like the majority of people that start doing yoga is like, I uh, I messed my body up and needed my body to get some fixing. So it's like, I, uh, I messed my back up, and I'm not really going to go into, like, the full details of that because it's kind of like a long story for me figuring out what it was, but long story short, it was my diet. Because
0: mm.
1: yeah, what happened was I went, I woke up one morning, and uh, well, not really one morning, but I woke up in the middle of the night, and uh, I couldn't get out of bed for real. Like, I had to, like, really concentrate to get out of bed and go to the bathroom and stuff, and it was, my back was hurting that bad.
0: Mm.
1: So I had to go to the doctor, and when I went to the doctor, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, so they just told me, like, there's nothing wrong with you, you just don't stretch enough. Mm. Uh, and from there I just started doing yoga and uh, once I started doing yoga and I was practicing like three because when I first started I started doing like four, three to four times a week Mm. and I started noticing it was like fixing a lot more that was wrong with me than my back Mm. and uh, yeah and all the uh, real benefits of yoga kind of like crept up on me without me looking for it and uh, so that's how I started doing yoga
0: okay and how did you actually like start like were you going to a class were you doing it at home did you research beginning
1: my initial beginning was uh youtube
0: okay you
1: know and saying i just uh went on youtube and looked uh and like i said like i, I typed in yoga and the first thing that was popping up was, like a whole bunch of white girls, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. and I was like, wait a minute, one thing I know is that this is, like, whenever I think of yoga, I think of India, so I had to, like, I'm gonna find me some Indians, so I can make sure I'm getting the right, the right shit. Right. Because, um, one thing that I've known from my own culture, being a hip-hop head, and, you know, I used to rap and produce and break dance all that shit, is, uh, being on the YouTube generation, uh, people have absolutely no problem getting on YouTube and teaching you how to do some shit that they have no idea what it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've seen that example in hip-hop a lot. Like, you look up a hip-hop tutorial of me knowing exactly what it is and seeing the people teaching it, like, nah, that's not what it <laughs> is. And this shit got, like, six million views. They teaching like, six million people to do the wrong shit. Right. Me having that fear of that happening through yoga, I was like, all right, let me find some some Indians that I actually believe know mm-hmm. what the fuck going I stumbled upon a Yoga Vidya. What was it? yoga video
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh yeah so I, I watched their beginning classes and that's where I got started doing that and then from there I found a uh uh yoga studio that I was going to nice and uh just then just like I did with YouTube I scouted them out and like did a lot of research on each uh studio that I was looking at to make sure that I was going to the right kind of place
0: Mm-hmm. okay Nice. Yeah, I think it's definitely important to, like, get the right uh, source that you can trust and believe in and reliable and true to the authenticity of the practice, you know? Yeah. Because, um, like like you said, it's become such a business and it kind of takes out that integrity. It can, at least, you know. Um, and you also mentioned, like, you weren't getting enough stretches, like, when your back was having having a little bit of difficulty now. What's the difference between stretching and yoga? Is there a difference?
1: Yeah, there's a huge difference. All right, so what what the uh, mainstream, you know, what, what the general public, I'll say, let's uh, I, I say, I think general public is a better word, but yeah, what the general public thinks is yoga is really the yoga asanas. Where, and uh, another thing, I'm not really like an expert on this stuff, I just know a little bit about a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, to kind of like dumb it down to my level of understanding of it it's like uh so let's say yoga is all about meditation Mm -hmm. and that getting into that state of meditation and uh so if you are meditating you're doing yoga and that's like the people that uh that started the asanas the asanas were created well asanas are the the yoga poses what we think of uh, you know as yoga that's really like the yoga asanas or the yoga poses the person that started the uh the yoga poses they started doing those as a means to help them get to the state of meditation so everything is in yoga is meant to bring to that state of meditation so the difference between the asanas and just stretching is uh, stretching, you're stretching. The asanas are really like just poses that you get into and they stretch your body and the poses stretch your body out mm. the more you do them.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Nice. So with that, do you have to be spiritual to do yoga?
1: Nah, because uh, yoga is the kind of shit that'll make you spiritual. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you're not, you, you'll get there.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> well said. And now, so again, for like the audience of of men who may want to do yoga, but either feel like like I'm trying to bulk up, I'm trying to get muscle mass. Like, is there a way to do yoga and gain strength?
1: Oh well, yoga, yeah, definitely. <laughs> First of all, yoga builds strength. As one, you're talking about uh, muscle mass. You're not gonna, you're not losing muscle mass. You'll um, you'll lose fat. But uh, you won't lose muscle mass, and it builds strength, 100.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially uh core strength and leg strength.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm I'm trying to bring it down for any all the beginners, you know, because um, I feel like there could be again that myth of like, I won't get the strength that I want. Uh, and usually it's people who haven't tried yoga who who might think that, um. But do you also combine any other exercises with yoga with your yoga practice?
1: Me personally, no. Mm-hmm. Like, yoga days is basically just yoga days. If I'm gonna do yoga today, I'm probably not gonna be doing no weights and nothing else. Or especially because, like, you know, doing yoga depending on the practice you're doing, it uh, you work, you get a cardio workout with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then to the mention, if you think that uh you're not going to be building strength doing yoga. Just just try it. It's how tired your muscles are when you're done. Mm -hmm.
0: And how long have you been doing yoga? Uh, Probably about five or six years. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, and lastly, um, just in closing, what would you say to those people who are like, yoga just isn't for me. I'm too old. I'm too overweight. Um, just out of shape it's just not for
1: me yeah well that's another thing that I've uh, I've come across a lot is uh so there is there's no age preference there's no size or weight preference there's no flexibility because another one is big is uh, I'm not flexible enough
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: like you know you, you do it to your own uh capabilities yeah
0: you
1: know and so uh you know you do what you can and it's one of those things where yoga, if you do it, like I said, the best way to do yoga is like three to four times a week. And if you do it co- constantly enough, you keep up to three or four times a week, you won't even realize that you're getting deeper and deeper into the poses. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm saying, like, kind of like sneaks up on you. So it's like, you know, just do it. <laughs> so, idea, so what I'm saying is, that for everybody that thinks about doing yoga, just do it. Like, just pick up your mat, find a place you can trust, do a three to four times a week. And if you do that for a month, if you still don't like it, well then, all right, cool. It ain't for you. But if it is for you, it's gonna the benefits is going to be out of this world for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. Couldn't have said it better, my friend. Well, thank you again for for joining me. Um, uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Let us know how we can connect with you on, on social media.
1: I mean, I'm, uh, I'm on Instagram zenny zenzen757 and the same on Twitter. And that's basically all I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> perfect
0: all right y'all stay tuned until next time all uh, right thank you later welcome back to the Eleven Eleven synchronized podcast i have a special guest you may have heard her from the intro episode of this season about tarot we have keisha daniels joining me again say hello to the people tell us anything for those who are just joining us uh, about yourself
2: um hello guys and again thank you Keondra, for having me. It's always a pleasure and honor to share uh, any jewels that I have with the world. Um so basically um uh, just a little bit about myself. Um young inspired light worker, um yoga a teacher, I teach other things um when it comes to spiritual modalities, but spe- especially um yoga. So that is my area and that's uh, something I'm very passionate about. Um I teach beginner to um advanced level yogi so um, all of my classes whether they're virtual online which right now all of them are because of coronavirus um even if they're they're face-to-face they are all you beginner friendly and um it's deeper and bigger than just doing yoga Um, my class is more about leadership and really looking and finding um the power within you to kind of pull yourself and bring yourself forward in life
0: Yes, I love that. Thank you again. I'm very honored Mm -hmm. to have you here to talk about yoga and the benefits of it. And I love that you're incorporating leadership into it as well. It's not just yoga. I love that. Thank It's inspiring people. Absolutely. So tell me, when did you first get into yoga?
2: So the first time that I was really introduced to the word or the term yoga and seeing it was about 2012. Maybe it might have been 2013, like going into the winter of 2013, mm-hmm. and That's- it's been going since. Um, I actually, the first time I seen it, I was actually on Instagram on the Explore page, and I had seen a, a young lady do this beautiful back bend, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, "Wow, that would be amazing to do that." And I was like, "But you know, my body's I'm not." I, I'm not flexible I was like I've never been flexible so mm-hmm. I said that's that's pretty cool that somebody can do that well something told me to click on her profile mm-hmm. and I scrolled back and I was just scrolling and like three years prior to that she couldn't do the back then. and she had a post mm-hmm. saying you know inspiring to get there and so when I seen like if she couldn't do that she can do it now and that means there's some type of physical transformation that I can make to my body and mm-hmm. work towards getting it. And when I accepted that, I said, this is not just about physical work. This is mental work. This mm-hmm. is this is spiritual work. we believing that you can take something and transform it into something else. So that's where it really started for me. No. Hold
0: on. I apologize. Okay. Hello. All right. We're good now. Yeah. Good on your end. A little technical difficulties, a little mood music, you know.
2: So sorry about that. I saw... No
0: worries. Mm-hmm. It happens. See that you see, and that's exactly what you just said. The tools of yoga is mental. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Experience a challenge and you keep moving. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that you also said, like you know, you saw this person doing this poses back then, and you thought, well, that's nice for them you know, I feel like a lot of people might have that Mm -hmm. mindset of like, I'm not flexible enough. That's for those people. It's not for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, what would you say to people who are like, you know, I'm not flexible enough. I'm too old. I'm too overweight. I'm too this, you know, those type
2: of uh, mindsets. Um, I'm glad you asked that question because it's more than most people actually do have that uh, limiting uh, mindset that they had put all of these limits and um, feel defeated before they even step on their mat or before they even practice. Mm -hmm. And so I would definitely tell them like, you weren't a college grad before you graduated from college, right? Happened to you went to math class. And so you're not expected to be great when you begin, but everybody has to start somewhere. So I Mm -hmm. tell my students because even some of my students that are, i uh, see kind of halfway consistent that kind of you know heart is halfway there i really mm-hmm. try and push that to the two find out why you want to start something and your mm-hmm. why will be enough to get you through that like oh i'm too big for this or i'm too you know I, i'm not flexible enough for this it's really about like i was saying just knowing that you really have everything already created and designed within you to accomplish things so and and that's another reason why yoga transforms itself automatically from just being a physical practice to spiritual because when somebody can see themselves this week not be able to do a back bend or not be able to stand up and touch their toes, and then a week or a month from now they can do that, it's more than just saying, "Wow, my body can do that. It's a spiritual transformation that you allowed yourself to believe and work towards something that basically gave you a a end result that you was looking for. So uh, it's just like anything else you, you set your mind to accomplish when you make a goal to make $500 in your business that week and you make it, do you know the energy that you feel inside of you, the excitement and the, the the honor that you feel, how proud you are. It's the same thing with yoga. When you get on that mat and there's a pose or there's a flow that you want to practice and can't get, and then you get it and you see that progress. It's, it's a level that it just takes you to that it's, I mean, it, it makes you proud and it makes yeah. you hunger for more.
0: Hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's that motivation of those accomplishments, yes. seeing that mm-hmm. you do create your own reality. It's possible. Yes. You are more than capable of this. And I like that you said, like, finding the why. Why Why are you getting on this mat? Why are mm-hmm. you starting? What was the why
2: for you? Why did you start? For me, uh, my why, and it, and it, it's, it's easy because... Yoga for me before, and I had just to just give you a, a quick backdrop and Keiondra, mm-hmm. you know this, cause you know, me for like 15 mm-hmm. years now, but <laughs> for those of you who don't know me, when I was in my early twenties, I was like over 200 pounds at one point. And I had never, even though I, you know, I thought I was pretty, you know, I had pretty hair. Um, and that's what everybody would say. Oh, you got pretty hair, but it was just something that I, I wasn't confident about. It was just, I didn't feel sexy. I didn't feel like I couldn't find that feminine part like uh, about myself. I would try and cover up certain things just because I didn't know how to, you know, really tap into that energy. And that was what when I seen that yoga pose, I was like, she looks feminine, like she looks sexy. She looks like she loves herself. And that's what my why was. It was like, okay, you've lost 80 pounds, Keisha. What can you do with your body to continue to fall in love with it every Mm -hmm. day, to find something that makes you look at your body every day and make you say, what can I do to continue this journey and make it a lifestyle of being healthy and not just losing weight and just to do it for the summertime fine, but to create a genuine lifestyle to, again, not Mm -hmm. only help me, But to help my family, to help inspire other people to take control of their health, that was my why. And so, days when I don't feel like doing yoga, because I'm going to be honest, there's days when I don't feel like doing one-on-ones. I want to sometimes just, you know, just ride around and just chill. But I remember my why. And that Mm -hmm. why, again, is the same thing that I want to teach to other people. Your why don't have to be like mine, you know. And it's deeper. And it's even deeper than... My why turned into purpose. Now, when I started yoga, I didn't know there was purpose in it. And so that's why I say the why is so important because you can always refer back to it.
0: Absolutely. I love that. And thank you for sharing that. Of course. You know, because, yeah, it's it's that purpose that drives you. And it's one thing I hear a lot is the way you move on the mat is the way you move off the yes. mat, too. You know? Yeah. And so those principles of yoga can be applied to every aspect mm-hmm. of your life, you know,
2: Absolutely. now for
0: those people who may be skeptical and feel like, isn't yoga just the religion? What is yoga to you?
2: For me, yoga is a, it's a time for self worship. And I don't mm. say that in a vain way. I don't say that in a way to be like, Oh, I'm getting on the mat to worship Keisha and hold her up. <laughs> but you have to take time for yourself and take time Mm -hmm. to put energy into your breath. And that is what yoga is. It focuses on the taking the unity of your body and your mind and your breath and connecting it and allowing it to flow and move together. And so even a beginner person that will honor their breath, because let's admit if that's the one thing that we was, was knocked out of your body right now, you would be dead. So to honor your breath, just by saying, wow that's a, I'm, I can take in these deep breaths and I can flow through this it, it, it's it's something about it again that just that's what takes it from that physical to the spiritual aspect of it um, mm-hmm. and then everybody will look at it like oh well then you know how does it become, how does it become spiritual when you re- understand what spirituality is then you can separate it from religion religion is a set of tools or rules that it's like you have to follow
0: Mm -hmm. that's
2: not what yoga is yoga has a set of principles and principles are things that cannot be changed they cannot be manipulated and so you can find these principles like breath work and uh, you know um focusing and meditation and yoga and those things you cannot argue with them you can't tie it to a religion because religion uses it but it becomes spiritual because it's again it's connecting you as one person and connecting you to everybody Yes, versus separating
0: mm-hmm exactly it's it's about that one yes yes and you know i love the fact that spirituality it's a personal choice it's not an obligation right you know it's it's not you have to do these mm-hmm. things and live by these or mm-hmm. else it's like no i chose this yeah you know so uh i'm gonna ask a double question what is your favorite pose and what was the
2: most challenging pose for you <clears throat> one of my f- poses are splits um, and I will say that because that was one of my limiting beliefs when I did begin yoga ladies and gentlemen I will tell you that my body was not flexible before I started yoga but you can ask people that know me now and they'll be like oh Keisha's always been flexible her whole life and I'm like you don't know me like you don't know that I was called a tree in dance practice at church because I didn't could didn't know how to move and I didn't know how to feel comfortable with myself and so I was like a stiff tree, and so mm-hmm. that you know that, again that's just one of the things and it goes back to my why, uh, you know why why I got started but I would definitely say a split was one of those things that I felt like I was felt defeated about like. I don't think I ever do it but as soon as I let it go it took me exactly eight weeks to get a full split wow. and that right there did it for me. I was like if I can do this I can do anything because I got the back bend. Mm-hmm. I, when I started and I seen that back bend I eventually got that maybe a couple of weeks but that split it took work it took
0: mm-hmm. oh snap
2: and so go ahead busy (laughs) thursday it's gracious i'm so sorry guys
0: no worries all right so before we head out yeah no worries and i know you have your you have you know for those who are going to connect with you you have your own like practice and you're a teacher you're a yoga teacher yeah can you hear me oh man I'm so
2: sorry about that. I got so many people trying to call me right now. There was—I'm sorry.
0: hot, no, hotline bling. All right. Um, but no, I was just saying, like you know, because you are um, a yoga teacher and you connect with so many people. You know, whether it's doing a camp of 200 people or doing one-on-ones, mm-hmm. you you are doing it and you are inspiring the community. So tell us how we can get in touch with you. Tell us about the the Karma Thursdays. Is it Thursday? It's actually or Wednesdays? on Wednesdays. Okay, so, like tell us definitely tell us how we can get in contact. Um, you
2: can add me on Facebook. Um, I do have a yoga page on Facebook, and it's KD Yoga. So it's like K is in Keisha, D is in Daniels, and then the word Yoga. That is my business um, page on Facebook. You can uh, like me on there. Um, if you have a business, like me with your business, and I will like your business page back. We could support each other. Um, my personal Facebook page, um, which is per- perfectly fine to add and follow me there too, because I do share um, a lot of things to reach a lot of people there too. And that's Keisha Daniels on Facebook. And you can look for me in a burgundy top with, and I have locks. Other than that, I yeah. have an Instagram page, and it's Coach Keisha. Coach is spelled with a K, so Coach K O A C H Keisha. And that's where I represent um, one part of my business um, that is outside of yoga, um, but it still ties into health and wellness and all that. And then my other yoga page, and I want to work on integrating these guys, is KD Yoga. And yoga has five A's on it. (laughs) I love Um, it. (laughs) Last but not least, I do have an active website, um, and I can spell that out for you. Um it's Carrie Space. Um, and I use that to offer education on astrology, um, tarot, um, yoga, um, chakra balancing, um, things like that. And you can also find my contact information on there as well. So Carrie Space is K-A-R-R-Y S S P A C E. So carryspace.com
0: Lovely. Thank you so much again. You guys reach out absolutely, man, and uh, reach out, connect, get these products. Haul at your girl. Uh, stay tuned until next time. Thank, thank you, you so for much for having me.
2: You guys have a blessed day. Bye.
0: Thank you.